Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I saw a clip of um, one of your NBC products yesterday where the host made a disparaging comment about Elon Musk and his offer which was $54.20 per share, fifty four twenty a veiled drug reference. He said no. it like disgust. I said, since when are you libs bothered by somebody <laughs> making a joking 420 reference? That's a new one. Yeah, it's hilarious. I was, I've was i been following Twitter on this, too, just because it's so amusing. And, and, and it's become impossible to tell parody from reality and sarcasm from sincerity there are a bunch of tweets i came across from people of the left saying i can't understand how you people don't get how dangerous it is how dangerous it is for a billionaire to be controlling a social media platform and i'm like wait a minute you you can't be serious Uh, they they seem to be yeah have you heard of mark zuckerberg or whoever runs google 
Well, and there's billionaires running uh, Twitter more or less, or they're they're close to it. Yeah, or yeah. Jeff Bezos running the Washington right. Post. Right. Yeah. But they're good billionaires. Jeffrey Bezos. That's the fellow. Mm-hmm. They're good, honest billionaires. Elon Musk isn't. Okay, whatever. So I uh, mentioned it last hour, and uh, I want to touch on it a little more, that uh, Dianne Feinstein, the, the longtime senator from California, is completely uh, Fruit Loops at this point. She's just, it's dementia, and the fact that she's still in the Senate is terrible. Uh, but first, first, my friends, and this is a very unique cow. I'm not saying like a two-headed calf or it can oh, talk and walk on its hind legs. Have you but, ever seen one? A two-headed calf? Yeah. Mm, just pictures. There's a place along the uh, interstate in Oakley, Kansas, on I-70, if you're ever traveling through. If it's still there, they had uh, a number of displays there. And they had a two-headed calf, and the, um, if I remember correctly, the other head would blink, but it didn't do much else. Um, Who's enjoying this? Is anybody enjoying this? That's, that's disturbing. They had a number of uh, oddities like that. You could enjoy after a long drive in the, in the open freeway. You need to get out and stretch your legs. Why not enjoy, enjoy an abnormality of birth while you do it? Sure, kids. You want to stop and see some deformities? Good <laughs> Lord. You see, when you see, when you put it that way. Well, yeah, sounds... accurately, you mean. When you put it accurately, it sounds repugnant. Yes. Yes. Anyway, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Did you get the prize yet? Control your soul's desire for freedom. You fool! What we know is that this is an issue that is measured in the context of what we know is is a charge to do much better. I read these statements from world leaders that say never again. What exactly are they saying never again to? Well, the United States and the international community are not going to stand by while Russia does what it does. And we haven't stood by. We're probably uh, turning uh, another page in the same book of Russian brutality. Imagine there's no countries. Remember this. Think that situation. You think I'm stupid enough to keep on reputation. And he pulled out a ring, and he said, will you marry me? And it was the most perfect moment. I agree to the f- but I'd really like to claim your f- <laughs> Scheffler outshines them all. This morning was a totally different story. I cried like a baby this morning. I was so stressed out. I was just told by security that she apparently had glue, and she glued herself to the floor. Like I said, we're here to win, and that uh, this was the right choice. Lock it! Cock it! Rock it! Restock it! It's a boat pulled away from the dock and a whole bunch of Greek geese in the flocket! <laughs> um, when the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. Everybody wants to get off! Everybody wants to get off! I want to get off! You're too small. You're too big. That doesn't fit. Literally, you know, on the toilet or something. I'm like, oh, this is funny, and then tweet that out, you know. <laughs> a prostitute being sued. Come on. And most of all, let's make 
America rock again. So now the clips of the week after show in which we discuss several of the clips <laughs> that were in clips of the week. Yes, I uh, have comments. One, that was Elon Musk saying how many of his tweets he has tweeted out from the toilet. So, yeah, he just tweets them out because he thinks they're funny and thinks it's funny how significantly people take them. Right. How seriously. Um, and I thought of this. So the reason a little bit of the song Imagine was in there is that John Lennon's son, Julian Lennon, re-recorded Imagine for the people of Ukraine for some reason. And I was thinking maybe he's on the Russians side. There are uh, conversations being had about what an adult should be. Is it 18, 16, when your brain stops developing at 25? Fascinating. I think it's pretty simple, actually. You have the lyrics for Imagine, and you present them to a human. And if you think that, I mean, if you get, like, welled up with tears and emotional, you're still a child. If you say, what the F is this? You're an adult now. (laughs) Only a child would think the lyrics to Imagine have any meaning in the world whatsoever. You child? Right. I would agree. Yeah. All right. You're an adult. If you if you roll your eyes at it, oh, please get that crap away from me. <laughs> Great song. Beautiful song. I remember when sure. I loved it. I was a child at the time, and I loved it. Well, it's an expression of a certain emotion, and it's a fine emotion. Imagine there's no, you know, uh, uh, violence and hatred, and people live as one. That's a lovely thought, but it's of no real usefulness. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, so uh, my comment is that every time we start a clip of Kamala's bizarre rambling, I think, all right, it's not as bad as I remember. And every time it's worse. She is an incoherent dope. <laughs> Speaking of California politicians, so Diane Feinstein is around the bend. We've, we've all known she was barely hanging on to uh, her mental abilities, but... Yeah, and listen, I want to express as as a man of the right, more or less, uh, she has long been a sane and moderate voice of what's oh. good for America, mostly. Oh, and if you're if you lean right, you don't want Diane Feinstein to be replaced. It ain't gonna go closer to your direction when she's replaced in the in the U.S. Senate for California. Although you know my theory, I've expressed it a couple of times today. I think America. California, but certainly America, has to reach peak stupid before it can possibly turn in the right direction. I think it has to get worse before it gets better. And so maybe that would actually aid, you know, uh, getting back to sanity if some uh, extremist queer theory, critical theory spouting lunatic were to be senator. But anyway, uh, and this is from the liberal San Francisco Chironicle. When a California Democrat in Congress recently engaged in an extended conversation with Diane Feinstein, they prepared for a rigorous policy discussion like they'd had with her many times over the past 15 years. Instead, the lawmaker said they had to reintroduce themselves to Feinstein multiple times wow. during the interaction that lasted a few hours. Rather than delve into policy, the 88-year-old Feinstein repeated the same small talk questions again and again, like asking the lawmaker, what matters to voters in your district? With no apparent recognition that the two had already had a similar conversation, sometimes just moments ago. How's there not a mechanism? Well, you don't need a mechanism. How's there not just enough humanity in that room to say, okay, she's clearly 
shouldn't be senator anymore. So what 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 now? Well, it's the power of the incumbency. You just uh, although she's in office through the end of 2024. I thought she'd already announced she's planning to run again. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Can somebody uh, Google that? But so the episode was so unnerving that the lawmakers spoke to the Chronicle in a condition of blah, 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 began raising concerns with colleagues. Um, and apparently she has her decent days, but even her good days are not very good. Um, and she's just losing it. Um, I remember in the, uh, the, uh, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson hearings, uh, she read some good questions and she seemed coherent, but then she repeated comments to Jackson about the judge's composure only moments after she'd said it for the first time, like as if it was a brand new thought. We, um, we have confirmation. Diane Feinstein did file her paperwork showing she has an intention to run again in 24 at the age of 91. I had a friend who was active in uh, local Republican politics in Northern California at one point. I'm sorry, Northern uh, Illinois. Um, and he was running for some office of uh, medium importance, uh, but, you know, pretty big locally. And uh, he became aware that the incumbent was brain dead. Huh? And the party was, yeah, literally, he was uh, he was beyond help. He was a vegetable. Um, wow. Which, now, I've, now, I've objected to that term. What am I doing using it? Now, that is unfit for office. Yeah. So, But the guy was literally, he was on life support. He was brain dead. Um, and he, he, went, he became very disillusioned because he went to the party and said, you can't run a, a man who is essentially dead for office. And they said, he's the incumbent. He'll win. And my buddy Mark said, no, we've got to level with the voters. We've got to find a live human being to take his place and run on a set of ideas. And, pre-. and they were like, wake up, you child. We'll win the office. Then we'll announce, oh, he's had a tragic accident. Uh, this is crazy. And then we'll, we'll get to appoint the successor. God, politics is ugly and awful. Yeah, yeah. The Chronicle reached out to uh, Diane Feinstein, and she said, no, you'll not be interviewing me. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, crazy. That's two uh, years away before she... But, of course, she, she won't actually run again. No, no, I don't... Th- think so although in california you could run a a sack of potatoes if it had a d next to its name and went off yeah but she would have to but the the other d's will be out to get her won't they won't there be other d's that want to be a u.s senator who'll be out to uh, say you know your time is up yeah and she will respond with nothing silence but she you would she would have to you thought they hid joe biden during that campaign i mean they would have to hide her completely Two years from now. Well, yeah, but if she gets her name on the ballot, she wins, I think, Um, no matter the attacks, because most people don't pay attention. True. They just recognize the name and they vote for her. So anyway, there you go. There's your Senate, the uh, most exclusive club in the world. Wall Street Journal with, I think, five total articles today about Elon Musk and Twitter. That's how important they thought it was. And it was a huge deal for the left yesterday. Musk gives Twitter's board a pricey out. What does that mean? It's kind of interesting, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Today is Thursday, April 14th. 
The current time, 2.52 p.m. And the temperature, 84 degrees. I woke up with that. What was that, Michael? Those are time and temperature lines, phone lines. I remember it. You remember those? They still have them? Don't you remember popcorn? You would dial pop. I learned this as a kid. Popcorn. That, that was the number, whatever it was. Oh, really? That was, yeah, the time. Interesting. But the, the, is that one that still exists somewhere? Yeah. Those are from Florida. The story I gave you is a guy, there's a guy running around the country trying to get these back up and going. But why? For who? He says it's just not as much fun looking at your phone. Even my... Not as much fun. Even my parents have a place to get the time and temperature that doesn't include dialing the phone. I do remember that, though, oh, yeah. the time and temperature line as a kid. Yep. It was a big deal. Yeah, that that was fun. Hearing <laughs> that guy say that, that was good. See, I've got my Apple Watch on. I got the time, which is 100% accurate to the second. I've got the high temperature. I've got the weather all day long. I got I got everything right there. So, Yeah, and, but you don't have that nice, low-voiced guy talking to you. Sometimes a guy gets lonely. That's what they said, actually, in the article, is that um, a lot of people call just because they're lonely. Okay, now it's just really, really sad. Thanks, no, Michael. Nice job, right. idiot. It's like when we used to have... <laughs> I'm kidding. was when we used to have astrologists or psychics on the show, and we'd take calls, and we would realize very quickly it was very, very sad, lonely people with no friends who just need somebody to talk to. This isn't making it less sad, Jack. So, a uh, new wrinkle on the Elon Musk buying Twitter thing that I hadn't uh, considered. Mark Cuban has weighed in. Do you know who he is? He's a billionaire, also. Not Elon Musk billionaire, but kind of more middle-of-the-road billionaire. He was on my, one of my kids' favorite shows the other day. So, I've mentioned this. What, what's this show called? Who's That or something? Who's? Who's something? On um, on uh, one of your streaming services. The best kids show maybe I've ever seen in my life. It is so really? freaking good. Yeah, it's about learning. Yeah. You learn about historical figures. And they uh. always feature two, and they're always radically different. And these kid actors are so good. Kid acting is so much better right now than it has ever been. Because I've always hated kid actors. Even as a child, I couldn't stand their overacting nonsense. It was just, oh my gosh, what are we going to do now? Big facial expression. You know, I just couldn't handle that ever from kid actors. And in the same way that your Netflix and all that sort of stuff has released all the talent out there, Mm -hmm. and that's why there are so many good shows, there are tons of good Actors, writers, all kinds of people that could never get a sniff because they didn't know the right people in Hollywood that have showed us there's lots of talent out there and lots of great shows. Same with kid acting, I think. You found all these kid actors that aren't related to somebody in Hollywood, uh, and uh, they're fantastic. Hmm. But anyway, this show about historical figures, like they'll feature uh, Joan of Arc and Einstein, and they kind of interact in different ways, and the skits are always funny, but you also learn a lot. Well, they had one with Galileo the other day, and Galileo was pitching his new telescope invention to uh, Shark Tank in the 1500s, <laughs> and uh, Mark Cuban was actually there, <laughs> and, it was, and it was pretty funny. I had to explain to my kids who Mark Cuban was, but yeah, it's kind yeah. of funny. Anyway, Mark Cuban says Elon Musk is just effing with the SEC with his Twitter buy offer, um, and that's really what's driving the whole thing, that he's been battling the SEC for quite some time. My conclusion at Elon Musk is effing with the SEC. He's filing with the SEC. He's filing with the SEC. It allows him to say he wants to take a company private for 5420 versus his I'm considering taking Tesla private at 420 funding secured, which got him into all kinds of trouble. He thinks it was just a 
just a troll of the SEC. Wow. Well, that's possible. It's, it's, Elon's hard to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't sure. really considered that. He sure sounds serious from the, the clips from the TED Talk yesterday that we played. He sounded completely serious. Coming up next segment, those whip-wielding border guards will finally be brought to justice. Or will they? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Can you tell us what happened to the cruiser Moskva? It sank, he says jokingly. This horde has invaded our country and they think we will watch them destroy us, he says. But of course, we will respond by all means we have. Thanks to our international partners, we have interesting tools. The pride of the Russian fleet is at the bottom of the Black Sea. What happened to it, they asked that Ukrainian leader. It sank, he said. (laughs) So that is what happened. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's a nice moral victory. I'm afraid it's going to be one of the last hurrahs before a slow and grinding defeat. Oof. Uh, somebody brought a pie to work. I'm not going to eat any of it because a bunch of us from the newsroom and me are going to the OG today for lunch. The Olive Garden. Mm. Because it's, you know why they put this together? Because it's National Soup Day and the OG has some sort of all you can eat soup or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, have you seen? Charming. The, have you seen the video of Joe Biden finishing his speech and turning to shake hands with somebody, and there's nobody there, and then he just turns around a couple of times and walks off. We have that posted at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Uh, am I am I missing something, or is this a particularly sad moment for the elderly president, or did something happen? I don't get. Well, it certainly looks like an old man offering his hand to no one, (laughs) offering to shake hands with the void uh, and then turning uncertainly around and then wandering off. Uh, The only thing I can think, it kind of looks like the gesture he'd make. He finishes his, his rambling gray old speech and he turns around and it almost looks like, am I supposed to go this way? And then he turns the other way and. And like gestures with his hand, am I going that way? I don't oh, okay. remember. Okay, that makes sense. That could be. I could see doing that. So I'm supposed to. What am I supposed to? Yeah, I could see doing that. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Lord knows there's plenty of legit stuff to criticize the guy for, and I think he is losing his marbles. But that one, I'm not sure. I, I think you can explain that. Yep. I think the turning around a couple of times like he's lost is inexplicable because he's just lost. But well, yeah, he can't remember which way he's supposed to go. Hmm. Because what? they told him 10 minutes ago. Right. I, I've not seen other presidents do that. Not much. <laughs> Man, that thing from the party the other day when Obama was there, where he was standing in the room and wishing there was someone to talk to and feeling uncomfortable, that one was just sad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. On the other hand, part of the reason is he's just been working so hard, for instance, on this 500-page report on the alleged whipping of Haitian migrants last year that within 24 hours, everybody knew was not anybody being whipped. Biden called it the strapping of those young immigrants, and this won't go unpunished. 
That's right, exactly. Even though, like I said, the next day everybody realized, no, nothing like that happened. Well, they've taken uh, months and months to produce a 500-page report on the incident. That seems like enough pages to say nothing happened. You'd think. The agents have been cleared of criminal wrongdoing and won't face charges, but could still lose their jobs if they're found to have broken agency policies. Said the National Border Patrol Council president, uh, who we've talked to, Branson Judd, I'm pretty sure. No one knows what's in the report. I don't know what's in it. As of yesterday afternoon, the chief of the Border Patrol didn't know what's in it. And he says he's concerned. I've never seen a 500-page report where no one did anything wrong. Even though, as far as they can tell, no one did anything wrong. But this guy's fear is... In order to save face, the Biden administration has taken months and months and months and spent 500 pages trying to find at some point where these uh, poor Border Patrol agents who are asked to do the impossible, I don't know, failed to report their their what they had for lunch on time or something like that. And do I re- re- remember correctly, they were taken off the border and given some sort of desk jobs that I'm sure they hate all this right. time while the investigation was going on. I'm sure the investigation cost us taxpayers several million dollars because everything does in government. So, yeah, mm-hmm. what a uh, what a virtue signaling waste of time that was. And speaking of uh, spending money, uh, there's this article I was reading about how Maxine Waters is continuing to pay her daughter money for being a, a campaign consultant, something or other, and uh, the daughter's well into seven figures now in, in payments. And I thought, yeah, same old, same old. We know that Congress people, senators, uh, relatives all get rich uh, off of campaign contributions. But then as kind of an afterthought, this article threw in something else that I thought was even more interesting. They mentioned that Ilhan Omar of Minnesota paid out nearly $3 million to her husband's political consulting firm wow. over several years. Wow. But that's not the interesting part. Uh, it's uh, the name of the uh, company is the E Street Group, which I think Bruce Springsteen has a uh, copyright on. But anyway, uh, the E Street Group's biggest client client was Omar's campaign, which supplied the business with nearly eighty percent of all of its cash from federal committees. Meaning, these Congress people and and uh, Pramila Jayapal, uh, Jayapal, Omar's mentor in Congress, has done similar things too. They don't just use campaign cash to, for instance, in Maxine Waters' daughter's case, she allegedly prints up these uh, 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 campaign flyers, that sort of thing. That's essentially what they are. They're actually directing congressional committees to do business with their relatives for profit, which means. And you can't be cynical enough. That means everybody from the chairman of the committee to the ranking member to to probably everybody on it knows what's going on. And, man, I thought I knew the depth of the corruption and the self-dealing and the rest of it. But so you got the the committee on uh, whatever, uh, you know, making sure kids have enough to eat. And and routinely now they'll say, well, uh, let's see, how are the kids going to know uh, what they ought to eat? Uh, I tell you what, why don't we print up a flyer and hand it out to school kids sometime, someday? Uh, anybody know anybody who prints flyers? Uh, my brother does, and then they all have a vote. Yep, your brother ought to print up those flyers. Let's pay him half a million dollars to do it. It's unbelievable. The actual committees are farming out this cash. That's something. That's government. It's a for-profit industry. Never forget. So, Ian Bremmer tweeted this out. In 2005, 44% of the world's population lived in countries classified as free. 
44%. Headed in the right direction. Hoping to get to half of people living in a country classified as free. As of today, it's 20%. It's gone backwards that much. I'll bet, I haven't looked into it, but I'll bet China was reclassified. Do you think? That'd be a giant chunk of it. Yeah, I mean, that would explain it. Oh, interesting. I mean, they weren't entirely free at the time, but we had such naive and optimistic assumptions, I can see. Maybe the Rayton people let their uh, hopes run away with them. I don't know. If you were going to guess... It's more likely 100 years from now that most of the planet lives in some sort of bondage of their own government than the other Mm -hmm. way around. Yeah, liberty is a miracle. That's why you have to defend it so fiercely. It's it's a rarity, but people who've lived with it their whole lives just literally take it for granted as if it can never go away. Oh, speaking of guessing games, I'll give you one guess. Maryland man... With 124 snakes in his home, found dead. Give you one guess what they think he died of. Mm, Choked on something. You got it. You got it. Yeah, piece of apple. You're right. No, (laughs) snake bite. Snake bite, they say, (laughs) is how he died. (laughs) Jeez Louise. How many snakes do you have in his home? 124. So you got like 96 snakes and you think... There just aren't enough snakes in this home. Well, right. I could fit maybe 30 more snakes in here. <laughs> Honey, let's go to the store. Some of the snakes in his home included rattlesnakes, uh, co- uh, uh, plural. Good idea. Cobras, black mambas, and a 14-foot-long Burmese python, which is probably the least of his uh, worries. Unbelievable. Snakes oog me out, man. 124 of them. Yikes. I did come across an unusually large cockroach in my home the other day, and I thought, I mean, this thing is huge. I should name it. Uh, I killed it, but uh, isn't the story with cockroaches that if you see one, there's thousands of others? Almost always. Is that true, or is that... that, Certainly quite a few. You know what? That could easily be one of those things that... Pest exterminators got started a hundred years ago and lives on as legend. Uh, I think probably in the the time of uh, people living in like urban apartments, mostly uh, it had to be true in that situation because they live in the walls and floors, ah. and, and uh, at night they come in and, and lift up your eyelids and crawl up your nose and make fun of you. Legs, of course, of course, in your ears. Um, there's something about seeing a cockroach in your dwelling that makes you think things are not going well for me. <laughs> I live somewhere with cockroaches by definition. Yeah, I don't know. Quit being so fancy. They're God's creatures just like us. You right? know, when I was a kid, we had lots of crickets in our home because my brother ate them. Uh, that, that's why I still remember. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What now? My brother Jeff ate crickets, and I have such a strong memory, and I must have been little because he was crawling around, and we're two and a half years apart, so I must have been four or something. Well, it was in South Dakota, so I know I was like three or four. Um, It's funny how some things get burned into your memory. Like, Mm -hmm. I can picture the carpet and the walls from being a tiny little kid, I have no, I have no memory of years later for lots of stuff. But that one particular thing was so powerful to even my child brain that my brain decided this one you need to hang on to. And it was my brother picking crickets up by the back legs and dangling them into his mouth and eating them. Great 
Scott. And I, how old, and how I, old was he at the well, time? He was crawling around. He was crawling. He was and still, hungry. Still not walking. <laughs> yeah, because my, my parents wouldn't feed us until we got our math homework done. They're tiger parents. We were really big into the, <laughs> getting sure. into elite schools and that sort of stuff. Um, well, what kind of toddler sees a creature like that and thinks, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat it. Yeah, well, it ends up going off of fighting wars in Iraq, I guess. But um, uh, I remember yelling to my parents, Jeffrey's eating crickets again or something like that. Wow. <laughs> but, and and I remember when I was a kid that there were there were mice a couple of places. It wasn't extraordinary. We had a mouse. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let's set a mouse trap and we'll catch a mouse. Now, have I changed that much or has society changed that much that the idea of having mice around is seen as like a real not good thing. It's not just, okay, we got another mouse. Let's get a trap out. Oh, you got rodents. You got vermin. They got the poo. They got the hantavirus. It's it's terrible. It's unacceptable. You're saying quit being so fancy made me think of that because it wasn't that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not 150 years old. It wasn't that long ago that a, a bug here or there, a mouse here and there was not a cause for enormous concern. No, catching a bug and throwing it in your mouth is not fancy. <laughs> nope. But now, now that you mention it, yeah, we. when I was a kid, we regularly had crickets in the house. Yeah. You'd catch them and toss them back outside. Maybe we it was a, eat them. Maybe but, it was a, you know who am I to judge? Maybe it was a part of the world we both grew up in, where it was so cold in the winter, the crickets had to go somewhere to live. What do you think Jeffrey would have done if you had like I don't know squirrels in your attic? <laughs> <laughs> I should ask him. So just any beast that comes in with arm shot, you're just going to go ahead and die on it. <laughs> we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. Darn it, I've had a bunch of people texting me. What's the name of that kid's show you like so much? I, I For whatever reason, I can't remember the name of this show. If you know what I'm talking about, I think it's on Netflix. Could be on Disney, though. Um, uh, and uh, they feature two historical figures, all done by kids. It's hilarious. Um, if you know the name of it, text me real quick so I can tell people. Because I want all kids to see it because it's a great way to learn. Text line is 415-295-KFTC. Twitter has responded to Elon Musk with what is being called a poison pill to try to keep him from being able to buy it, and I don't quite understand it. It's the shareholders' rights plan, which will reduce the likelihood that any entity, person, or group gains control of Twitter through open market accumulation without paying shareholders an appropriate control premium, blah, 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 blah. I don't quite understand it, but it is a move by Twitter to try to thwart Elon's takeover. Okay. If he was even serious in the first place. Yeah, which Mark Cuban doesn't think he is. I think he was. I I watched his TED Talk yesterday. Sure sounds serious to me. And he was asked if he has a plan B, and he said yes. So he's not done. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you know what I never brought up and I said I was going to was this uh, congressman who never goes to work. He never shows up to work. Kai Kahaley. Um, He's a, a, a congressperson from Hawaii. 
and he has only voted in person a couple of times. They can do what they call proxy voting, have somebody vote for them in, in Washington, D.C. And uh, over the past four months, he's spent almost no time in Washington, skipped the State of the Union, only member of the state's delegation to miss out on meeting with city officials, blah, 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 blah. He's cast only five votes in person all of them over the course of three days in January, spends all of his time in Hawaii and also works full-time as a pilot for Hawaiian Airlines. Wow. Can you do that? Apparently. If your voters are okay with it? I suppose so. Actually, a a guy spending almost all his time in his district doesn't bother me that much. Sure, no. No, that's okay. Yeah. But his opponents never never point that out? He's got a full-time job doing something else. You're aware of that, right? Well, he's probably, it's like uh, Kamala Harris in California. Once you get anointed, you are the D who's running. The uh, party uh, powers that be won't let anybody challenge you from your own party. And in Hawaii, only Democrats get elected. The NBA playoffs begin in earnest tomorrow. Is that right, Michael? I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, so I'm excited about that. Watch that. Um, The NBA's dead to Joe, so. They're dead to me. I won't mention it. Gentlemen, this is Final Thoughts Manifest with Armstrong and Getty. I see you know your judo well. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, including our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing the buttons. Michael, a final thought? Yeah, today I brought you the uh, old phone lines with the time and temperature. I remember as a kid doing the school lunch menu on the phone. Getting movie times on the phone, yep. and of course the weather and time. So there was a lot of that, a lot of those different lines that I would use. Well, and if you lived in the right part of the country like Joe and I did, you called to see if school was open after a big snow. That was always exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah, so full of suspense. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought? Yeah, Jack, I think that show was called Who Was? Who Was? Somebody Netflix. just texted it. That show on Netflix, and it is fantastic. Kids of any age, parents, great educational show and hilarious. My final thought, I wanted to take a moment. One of my favorite bands is Dance Gavin Dance, and their bass player, Tim Furyk, passed away yesterday suddenly. They didn't release the details, but he was a great man by all accounts and a great bass player. So tip of the hat to the family and the band. You know, rest in peace. Hmm. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? I believe this is the last go-around on Sunday for magical beings delivering goods, whether it's Leprechaun, Santa, or the Easter Bunny. Uh, my 10-year-old uh, appears to be on to it. It's kinda, I think he's kind of just kind of hoping for one more. But uh, I think it's the end of it for me. Happens, you know, you want, you want your kids to grow up eventually, but I'll miss those days. Yeah, absolutely. I remember those magical times uh, with uh, sweet and sad memories. Uh, you know, really, among your magical beings, the Easter Bunny's probably the biggest stretch. I mean, yeah, you're right. The magical powers to get around the world, leaving things inside locked houses, that's all a stretch. But the fact that it's a sentient rabbit is, uh, I mean, come on, Santa Claus you get, right? And eggs? Why eggs? Why eggs? Rabbits don't lay eggs. My final thought is there's a great extra-large podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. We talked to Robert Spaulding, retired general, about his book, War Without Rules, China's Playbook for Global Domination. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Other things to be found at armstrongandgetty.com, our on-demand podcast, some fabulous swag. You can email, email us. The, uh, the hot links are there. Good clicks. See you Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. When you try to explain... 
the significance as a whole. <laughs> I told you to get the f out. Get the f out. I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. Lock it, cock it, rock it, restock it. You're not saying something quite strong. It's a little too much docky dog. You fool! Wait, hold my beer. Thick it, thick it, thick it, thick it, thick it. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great Friday, you mother. Uh, Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home financing provided by victory mortgage llc nmls 461249 equal housing lender we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come